Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast. Let's talk about tattoos and the lymphatic system. Can a tattoo affect your lymphatic system? Well, we're going to talk about how a tattoo could possibly affect the body. What does the lymphatic system do with the ink? And is your immune system involved with how your body can assimilate the ink or a tattoo? What are some of these supplements or herbs that could actually help your lymph nodes if there is a problem with a person being able to process ink from a tattoo? First of all, guys, here at Ancient Health Podcasts, we're very sensitive to the idea of any individual or the fact that they have tattoos. I have many friends that have tattoos, and I have been uh, asked by my friends to go get tattoos with them. I don't have any tattoos, so don't think, please, that I'm actually going against tattoos, which I'm not. I have so many friends that have tattoos. In Nashville here, there is always some individuals that have beautiful tattoos. There are different tattoo houses that give the best tattoos. I myself have seen individuals who have brought in the ink that they are going to be uh, inked with, and it tested very well. When I mean tested, it did not seem to affect their acupuncture system very well. There are two avenues. There are some individuals and some acupuncturists and Chinese medicine practitioners that say the depth of the ink would not necessarily disrupt the meridian system. And I've had other practitioners that say it's very toxic to you, that the area where you get the tattoo and the type of ink that is in the body is naturally going to be toxic because it's a foreign object. So I'm going to go through both of these ideas and these um, discussion um, points and see what you may think about it. Please Send me comments and let me know what you think because I am here trying to learn as much as anybody else about the effect of different inks and different types of tattoo techniques because I don't know necessarily everything about the tattoo industry or the tattoo procedures. I can only tell you what I found out through my personal experience. So first of all, when I am discussing how does it affect the lymphatic system, the first thing I want to point out to you guys is that everybody has bio-individuality. Everybody's unique in their own biosystem. So when you take an ink, you have to consider how a person will process the ink. I know it sounds simple, but it's the truth. How can you personally process the ink? Did you ever have symptoms of fatigue or sickness or felt like you had a cold or flu after you got a tattoo? If you didn't, probably didn't bother you that bad. To get very technical, you have different cell layers in your skin. The cell layers in your skin have different types of effect on your body. So you have the epidermis and the dermis, and you have the mesoderm. And so each layer of your skin has a different function, especially if you go into the mesoderm. And the mesoderm, when you're thinking about it, has many effects of how it basically connects with the fatty tissues of the inside of your body, which the fatty tissues, the adipose cells, help you detoxify. The middle layer, your dermal layer, has a lot of your sweat glands and it has the melanocytes. The top layer 
has the hair follicles. It has your body's ability to actually absorb UV light and actually to help you with what? Protection against UV light. So each cell layer has a different function. Now, the question argument is, if you put ink into the cell layers, into the different skin layers, can it disrupt those skin layers? But remember, bioindividuality. Now, I could get very technical, but my first line of thought is, how good is the immune system to help the lymph nodes flush? When an individual comes into the office and they have had no experience, no problems with strep, Epstein-Barr virus, staph infections of the skin, any type of Lyme disease, or any type of bacterial infection that could get trapped in the skin layers, because that's what your body does. Have you ever had the time when you got sick that you sweated out a problem? Have you ever had to get the shakes or the nighttime fevers, the high temperature, the sweats, and you know that you're detoxifying something because your body will take the infections and toxins and push it out through your skin. So that's why people use infrared saunas or saunas themselves. In my clinical experience, when an individual has high amounts of old strep, a silent carrier strep, or Epstein-Barr, or a certain type of virus, and it's trapped in the skin layers, that individual usually will have rashes or eczema or psoriasis or could be reactive to the sun. But all that to say, if you've ever had this in the past or have this presently, that could mean that there could be infections in the skin layers, which could make you more sensitive to ink being placed within the skin. So if the ink is being placed in the top, middle, or lower, if it penetrates through the needle, again, different techniques, different therapies with the tattoo. I don't know exactly all of them, but if it ever goes into a cell layer or a skin layer that's already infected, that possibly could affect how well your limp detoxifies the toxins and any problems with the ink. What I'm saying is when you have higher amounts of infection, it could make you sensitive to the ink. So if you have strep or staph, for example, and your body is requiring the immune system to come to the area of the skin, the whole body, the lymph nodes that may be carrying excess strep or viruses, the amount of immune cells, antibodies, that is required could cause you to have a heightened amount of histamine or heightened amount of inflammatory markers in your blood. So if you get a tattoo, you may not receive the tattoo well. I've had individuals that have come in who've gotten tattoos and it caused them to blister. It caused a rash. It caused psoriasis. Why? Because there's possibly infections in the skin underneath the tattoo. Those individuals may not do well with detoxifying the ink out of their lymph nodes. So guys, think about that. Have you ever had a high strep count? Have you ever had strep infections, staph infections? Any form of heavy viral, even if a cold and flu, Go back and think about if you had that. If you did, and you had a tattoo and you scarred, or you had a tattoo and it did not receive well, then that could be an indication. Now, how does the lymph work to detoxify? So let's backtrack. The lymph is a series of tubes within your connective tissue throughout the body that helps transfer toxins from your bloodstream and from your tissue and it eventually can make its way into the lymph nodes, and the lymph nodes have small special cells that basically help detoxify and kill infections, carry them to the spleen to help them be, to be eliminated, but also to tag, like a post-it note, those infections. All right? So let's say you have high amounts of strep or viral. 
your lymph nodes can be working extra hard all your life to clean the viruses and the strep out of your body. As the lymph system is trying to cleanse the body and you had this old infection, you could have high inflammatory state. Did you ever have strep throat? Did you ever have staph infection on your skin? Did you ever have chronic parasites? Did you have a cold or flu or sinus issue that caused you to have chronic sinus or allergies every single season? This is an indication that the immune system is challenged consistently. So if you consider that, the lymph nodes are working extra hard. For those individuals, I would say it may be a difficult thing for that individual to actually detoxify the ink. And so if a person gets a tattoo, I would recommend that they actually help get their lymph nodes cleansed out in a more efficient manner to where they're flowing the infection out. They're not getting the symptoms of the rashes or the congestion or the allergies. If they get their body into a nice, even state that they actually can detoxify properly, cleanse, and if this is the case, they can actually detoxify the ink. So you have the infections that could cause the inflammatory processes. You have the lymph nodes that could have been congested from the old infections. You can think about the foods, high sugar, high starches, high amounts of carbohydrates, not uh, the most inviting forms of fats like trans fats and preservatives. Those trigger your immune system. They trigger your genetics, to say it in a general form. And those foods can make you have higher amounts of infection. So you can have foods that could be a trigger for inflammatory processes that may not let you have a good tattoo experience. Now, when you think about all of these things combined, the lymph will slow. Lymph is very sensitive to these things I've just mentioned, toxicities from infections, from foods. The slower your lymph flow, the harder it is for your body to tag the infections to eliminate them. A thing that can be added on to that is metals. Heavy metal toxicity is something that every person who's going to get a tattoo or get a series of them, in my opinion, should go get heavy metal toxicity tests. This is not to be scary. This is to see which metals your body does not handle or eliminate properly. So if it's arsenic, beryllium, cadmium, nickel, aluminum, mercury, if it's any form of heavy metal that could actually get into the system and not be eliminated, you could, you could have a genetic predisposition not to get rid of the metals because you may have a liver issue not to get rid of them, but you may have a genetic predisposition to hold on to them because you have some enzyme deficiencies in your body. If you do have high heavy metal content, I would then check the ink of the tattoo that you're going to get. Ask the individual or ask the um, or tattooist artist that actually can give you a sample of the ink and maybe get it tested for heavy metals or ask them to give you the information so you can research it. If there is high heavy metal content, high preservatives in the ink, think of the ink as food. If the ink has lots of toxins or heavy metals or if it has lots of preservatives, then you have to think that it will do it to the inside of your body. So when I ask a patient to get a tattoo or ask them when they do get a tattoo to ask their tattoo artist to give them a sample, and get it tested. I do a lot of kinesiology muscle testing, but a lot of people want to do a strict lab testing. I ask them to actually give you the, ask the artist to give the patient the actual list of what's in the tattoo. Now, if they have the infections, they have the food toxins, if they have the heavy metal toxicity from their organic, or not organic acid test, heavy metal testing, you get that from Genova Diagnostics, Genova Labs. If you have a problem processing heavy metals, because your liver can't do it, you may have a problem processing the ink from a tattoo. So what if the ink has any form 
of cadmium or any form of nickel. I'm not sure. I'm not an expert in this, but I've had individuals say that there were certain forms of metals and preservatives within their uh, tattoo ink because it keeps it very stable. It keeps it very congealed. It keeps the lines very refined and sharp. But there are new inks out there that say there's preservative free. There are inks out there that they say don't have heavy metal toxins that are very, very kind and gentle to the body. So there's two routes that you have to look into. There's some individuals who have had tattoos for years and they have had no problems. I don't say this to be um, negative or derogatory to anybody who has in, uh, tattoos at all. I'm just saying if you had a bad experience or you're considering to getting one or if you have some, it's not for you to think that you're sick in any way. It just can it strain the lymphatic system. Again, if you had old infections or your body doesn't process metals well. We're going to go over some herbs that will help your, li your lymph nodes flush properly. If you've had no problems, I don't know what would be the indication that it's bad for you to get a tattoo. But there are practitioners out there that would talk to me and say, Hey Motley, you know it's not going to be good for them. It's an outside foreign object that's being placed into the system and their body has to detoxify all the constituents of the actual ink. I can see different sides from different angles. But when you get a tattoo, the placement of the tattoo has a lot to do with how a meridian flows. So I'm going to grab here. I always bring the Chinese medicine doll out. But the meridian system, if you can see, there's these small lines that pass through the meridian system. One of my great friends, Keith, who's an acupuncturist, says that it really does not bother the acupuncture system if the ink is not too deep or dense. So the placement of the tattoo could affect, in some eyes of some practitioners, the function of an organ. So let's say if you're talking about the forearm, that's the large intestine. Can a tattoo placed on the forearm, the ink and any metals or preservatives involved, if it's not the cleanest source, affect the flow of the electricity within the tissue of the body? Perhaps. Remember, electricity flows through the fascia and through the dermal layers of the skin. The fascia is the piece that connects the skin to all the internal structures like the muscles. That's where your electricity flows. If you have any type of ink or metal content that's in the tissue, does that disrupt the actual flow of the ink or the electricity through the tissue? Some practitioners say yes it does. Some other practitioners say that acupuncture points are not set in stone. Acupuncture points have been known and meridians because they're small fascial tubes can actually maneuver themselves around obstructions. So if you have a scar, if you have an old injury, an old break, if you have metal in your bone or if you have like a cage or a, a screw, if you have a tattoo, they say that you may not find the same exact point on one person as the other because that acupuncture point has shifted to reroute around the obstruction. So you have the idea of how deep does the needle go? Can the acupuncture point wrap its way around the tattoo? Can the body clean out the preservatives and the metals heavily to where it doesn't even affect the connective tissue so the acupuncture point goes right through it? But let's say you did get a uh, tattoo on the forearm near the large intestine point. Did you ever have large intestine issues or problems? Did it start after the tattoo? Me as a practitioner make me think about what? If there's any type of infections within the body, within the particular organ that's associated with the tattoo. So if it's in the large intestine area, I would go check the large intestine for infections. And maybe that is just giving an indication that I have to clean out the large intestine and then allow that tattoo to settle there nicely. So the placement on the body can have an effect in certain eyes of certain practitioners on the function of the body. The deepness of the tattoo can as well. So we have to consider all of those things.
we have to consider all the ideas and these arenas of the body that could possibly hinder the electrical flow. So with all that in mind, if you do have a good tattoo artist or have a tattoo artist that goes in and gives you the best ink for you, one of the things I would recommend is find a good muscle tester as well and see if it actually tests well in your muscular system with the ink. But please get the ink checked. So look at the placement. Check out if it's going to have any preservatives in it. And the one thing that I always ask my patient is, if you've already had immune deficiencies, if you've already felt like you're tired and fatigued, I always try to encourage my patient to get as much testing on the ink because when you implant something into the skin, it can be shocking to the system for a small amount of time. If it's causing inflammatory process to occur, it could actually cause fight or flight. So I want the person or the patient to actually cleanse their body as much as they can, cleanse the lymphatic system, get it working properly and flushing properly before they get a lymph or get a tattoo. I usually suggest that you go get a thermogram. I would check if the thermogram is suggesting any type of lymph node congestion throughout the body. I would first go in and get that detoxified and see if I can get the lymph nodes to cleanse out of that particular area of the body before I consider a tattoo. You do not want the ink or any of the preservatives of the ink, if it has that, to be stuck in an area of the body congealing in that area causing a backflow of energetic electricity. Think about that first form of therapy. Think of a thermogram. Now the second thing is a couple of herbs I think work really well. There are many herbs that actually help with lymph flow. Two of the top ones without being complicated that I think would really be a good suggestion is Mangistha. M-A-N-J-I-S-T-H-A. Mangistha Supreme. Mangistha Supreme is basically an herb that is a great blood detoxifier. It's great at cleansing up staph, staph and strep. It also has been known to be a good lymph tonic. In Ayurvedic medicine, it is used to help flush the lymph. And in fact, it's been known to be a higher antioxidant and lymph cleanser than turmeric. You can choose which one you like, but Mangista Supreme is a really good product that it could actually help the lymph to flow. That plus MT Supreme, Metal Supreme. Now it is a good product that has clove. It will have cordyceps and hops. All of these have been known to help absorb certain types of metals. So when you put down metals into the system and you got a plant source that can actually stick to or chelate the actual metal, you have a good possibility of pulling out the metals plus helping the lymph to flow. So consider these two if you have tattoos, if you're considering to get them, but get a thermogram and just see where your body is congested. We don't want anything to be basically backed up, congealed, or toxic. So I want you to know that this podcast is not to condemn or try to make you feel bad if you have a tattoo or you're thinking about getting a tattoo. I've considered getting a tattoo. I've had friends that think that I should, but I want to make sure that my body's in the highest form it can be before I think about putting any, anything that's foreign into the system. For all of the, those that have tattoos and have beautiful artwork, I want you guys to know that um, I admire great artistry. So there's a lot of discrepancies on the pros and the cons, but I just wanted to give you some of the ideas that could be in the arena of what can I do if I'm thinking about getting a tattoo or if I have that. If you have any allergic reactions, if you've had any type of infections, remember, 
look into getting tested for strep, staph, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth called SIBO, also candida and yeast. Those are the four that I would suggest that you get checked for. And a great lab that I really like working with is Microgen, G-E-N, Microgen DX. They test your body fluids, they test your body for 50,000 or more different types of infection. This will help the skin to heal, help it more pliable, more flush, and so you'll find that you'll have better lymph flow when you get all the infections out and help any type of reaction that a, a tattoo has given to you. So guys, for all of you out there who have tattoos or thinking about it, please consider these thoughts, these facts, and these figures, and these points, but know that here at the Health Institute, at the Ancient Health Podcast, we are here to support you and we love you, all right? Drop us a comment in the comment section. If you like what you hear, please give us a like and subscribe. Until next time, I'm Dr. Molly. We'll talk soon. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.